Hi guys, uh, it's Ori and Anastasia here with you today. I mean, we're going to just run through it really quickly. And we're going to talk about uh, the role of methanamine hepuriate um, and other type of antibacterials in the prevention and treatment of urinary tract infections. Um, and first, I actually wanted to start with a question to Ori about the difference between um, antibacterials and antimicrobials uh, or antibiotics, I guess. Uh, it's very confusing for me as a former patient to understand why methanamine is prescribed while uh, everybody says it's not curing infection but can slow down the bacterial growth. At the same time, antibiotics seem to do both. So what's the difference and uh, what's the mechanism of action? It's a very confusing thing because those two terms are often used interchangeably. So an antimicrobial is very much a broad term. It's anything, essentially, that kills or slows down the effect of microbes, which are small organisms that can cause infection. Bleach could be an antimicrobial. It's a chemical that kills um, bacteria, viruses, other things. But an antibacterial is more specific. An antibacterial is typically taken from nature, oftentimes another bacteria or fungus, that specifically kills other microbes. So again, it can kill bacteria, viruses, but it's specifically derived from nature or a living organism. It doesn't necessarily mean it's still natural. It could be heavily changed within a lab system, but it was at some point derived from nature and can kill or slow down the growth of disease-causing organisms. So this would be all the antibiotics that we currently have on hand. So what's the difference between then how antibiotics work versus how methanamine works? Antibiotics typically have a very specific mechanism of action that targets some part of the bacteria. So for example, something like a fluoroquinolone, so Cipro, is going to affect the DNA, so the genetics of the bacteria, so that it's, it doesn't function properly and therefore dies. Whereas an antimicrobial, like uh, methanamine hepirate, is more broad effect. So methanamine specifically changes into formaldehyde in an acidic environment. That's how that works. And if you think about it, formaldehyde isn't very specific. It, it slows down or kills bacteria, but it's, it's almost like a, pre, a preservative that just stops their growth. So it's not specific to a, de, a gene that is changed like the antibiotics do. It's a very generalized killing mechanism. So if you think of a bleach, which kind of just kills everything on your countertops versus a specific antibiotic that's very specific for a specific infection. That's the difference. It's kind of one thing is very general and one thing is very specific. At the same time, antibiotics would normally be more potentially harmful to the healthy uh, flora of the bladder compared to methanamine, right? That I think can be very true. Both antimicrobials and antibiotics can cause resistance. So everyone I think is very familiar with resistance, how a lot of the 
antibiotics, antimicrobials we're using aren't as effective on infection. So you take an antibiotic, you take it exactly as you should for ex exactly as long as you should, and yet you, your infection doesn't go away. So that's when resistant pops up. The bacteria have found ways to trick the antibiotic and not um, be susceptible to the problems that it causes. So antibiotics definitely cause resistance because it affects such a narrow thing that the bacteria can mutate. Um, the bacteria can mutate, it can change so that it no longer gets affected by that mechanism of, of action. Whereas for an antimicrobial, it's so general that it's a little bit harder for the bacteria to, to get away from it. It's again, like if you have bleach on yourself, it's really hard to not react to that versus if you have a very specific um, allergy that you might be affected by, but a lot of people aren't affected by. So for example, if you have a peanut allergy, only a couple people, not a couple, but fewer people are affected by a peanut allergy versus bleach being thrown on their face. Bleach is more, is harder to get around than a peanut allergy. So I kind of think of it in that way. So if you force everybody in the restaurant to eat peanuts, only a few folks will die versus if you spray bleach on everybody, nobody's going to be very happy, but at the same time, probably not going to die. Similar to like methamphetamine works, right? It's more of an environmental um has this environmental presence in your bladder changes the environment rather than attacking um, the pathogenic uh, and non-pathogenic bacteria living organisms in your bladder interesting and the other um, reason that that's important is it teaches us essentially that different antibiotics and antimicrobials work in different ways so rather than just using one specific antibiotic it could be helpful to add hip wrecks or add something else to really treat that infection and get rid of it. Attack it from all possible angles. And that's probably one of the reasons why several studies found that adding oregano oil to your antibiotic regimen could be helpful or adding other antimicrobials to whatever your doctor prescribed for you to take as a main antibiotics could um, increase the effectiveness of that antibiotic. Right. Yeah, there are studies that shown that sometimes they work together. Um, sometimes using that, using something else. So like you mentioned, uh, um, oil of oregano, uva ursi is another one. And even something like an ibuprofen, which is completely not even an antibiotic or an antimicrobial, but is anti-inflammatory, using that in addition um, can be helpful because that just slow, slows down the inflammation and can also help with the, uh, the infection that you have. So it can be very helpful to talk with your doctor about other things you can use if you are going to take antibiotics to help treat your UTIs that aren't antibiotics. Mm -hmm, right. And it also reminds me that even a combination of different antimicrobials um, could be an interesting exploration for somebody to discuss with the physician. Because if um, if you look at any studies of the effectiveness of essential oils in, you know, in a lab study, when they compare an effectiveness of, let's say, tea tree oil against a certain type of bacteria versus effectiveness of lavender oil against the same type of bacteria, you know, 
they demonstrate a certain level of effectiveness, but when they are combined, somehow their effectiveness is uh, by far more impressive. So it seems like the combination of different antimicrobials, antibiotics, etc., can be one of the interesting aspects of developing a good treatment and prevention plan for folks who are suffering with you know, chronic UTIs. Yeah, definitely. And that's, again, something you should always, I think um, you always hear that you should always talk to your doctor about the other medications you're taking because they can interact and the interaction can be both positive or negative. So you might be taking something that stops the effect of the antibiotic, but you could also be taking something that actually augments the, the effect of the antibiotic. Right. And it's actually a great segue to our next episode when we're going to discuss a, a urine acidity and uh, uh, antibiotic effectiveness, how your diet can impact the effectiveness uh, of the drugs you're taking and what you can do to enhance the effectiveness of the antibiotic regimen. So um, as always, let's do some actionable takeaways for this short episode and Ari, what would you want to summarize for our listeners? So I think the important thing about this episode is that you just have the knowledge and feel really empowered to ask your doctor or other healthcare provider why you're taking the antibiotics and also what else you can do to make the antibiotics more effective. Right. So ask your physician what else you can do in addition to whatever is prescribed and, you know, pretty much question everything. All right. That's it for, for today and um, see you guys next time.